0: Welcome to episode 124 of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Planiverse, And this week, as always, is Corrine. Hello. Hi, Steve.
1: Nice to see you in this cold lodge that we're gathered in with the fireplace. March, yes. We have a new it's podcast warming headquarters. warming up a little bit here,
0: but <laughs> we have daffodils blooming everywhere. There we go. But we're not here to discuss daffodils, are we? not in the least. (laughs) Yellow things that they are. Um, We are here to um, discuss uh, the uh, um, difference between digital planning and paper planning. And why we think paper planning wins every time. As always, Corrine has surfed the interwebs and found an excellent article for us to refer to and share with you, of course, um, which hits on the key points that we've been trying to fathom out ourselves. Because it's one of these things, isn't it, that you think, why is it we like using paper all the time? Because people say, why are you using that? Why don't you use your phone? And and just like...
1: yeah. I, I I liked the article when I saw it because I, I thought it actually gave language to a lot of commentary that I've seen in the, some of these planner groups on social media where people uh, actually express how much they love their paper planners. And then the following comment is, and I don't know why. So it's like, I love this thing and I don't know why. I'm carrying it with me everywhere and I don't know why, right? So there's this element of unknown. And I think this article actually gave it language. It gives us some tangible concepts to unpack and be able to consider and discern whether this is something that applies for us or not. I know, Stephen, please pipe in with, uh, with this if you disagree with me, but I think Steve and I are on the same page with why paper planners are, in fact, better than digital planners. And this is not to say that we don't use digital planners, but the paper planner is always going to be my go-to, I think for Steve as well, uh, when it comes Mm. to a last-minute thing that needs to be done. Because I I can sometimes put stuff into my digital planner on my phone, but I'd really like it to go in my paper planner first so I can track where I've been with my day. And then if I need to you know, automate something, then I'll go ahead and digitize it. So I, th- I think this is this is a good start for us, Steve, um, to start the conversation rolling. And I think the first point that the article makes is that a printed planner is easier to remember. And I, I'm going to start that off with the RAS. We've talked about the RAS so many times. Hmm. The reticular activating system in the brain is the part of the brain that builds a topographic map of things that you write down so that you can remember that you had actually written something down. It's in relief form, literally, in your brain. Your brain can see where you wrote it down and then remember it, whereas if you're just typing something into onto a glass screen, there's no RAS being activated. So I think that's the first reason it's easier to remember. You have an easier time, right, Steve, when you write things down?
0: The The thing for me is, is, you know... <clears throat> Sometimes getting your digital device out and entering it takes you a lot longer than just having a bit of paper or a pen to hand somewhere, a notebook or or whatever it is, or your your actual planner. It's a little bit, um, if you're in sort of a class or a meeting or something, it's a little less obvious if you just scribble something down to your by your side isn't it if you're wanting to remember something a bit later whereas if you suddenly get your phone out in the middle of a meeting or a class people go you know people think what are you texting your mates what are you
1: doing over there yeah yeah exactly so it's
0: (laughs) it's a little less obvious but effectively achieves the same thing doesn't it in fact that you can just quickly um, scribble a note down or whatever and to all intents and purposes in a in a sort of work environment, you could be making a note to remember um, about the meeting or some outcome from the meeting later, and no one's ever the wiser. Um, whereas, yeah, I've been to some meetings, you know, in recent years where, when you went, when if you were to have that meeting sort of 15 years ago, there would be no laptops at all. Yeah. Or no Whereas phones. now everybody sits around a meeting table with a laptop and a mobile phone. Yeah. And you think, <laughs> could, you know, did you really need to actually sort of be in this meeting room together? Because you could have all done it via Skype or whatever anyway. Now.
1: <laughs> well, I love on, on your points. I love when people start saying, well, you know, digital is just so much faster to input information. And it's like, no, let's consider this for a moment. You've got to have your phone on or your iPad or whatever digital device you're working off of. It's got to be on. It's got to be in the application that's using the calendar portion of it. You've got to be with Mm. the mouse or finger hovered over the portion that adds a new item to your calendric list of things to be able to have that competition of whether it's fast or not. Because if we're just sat there and your phone's in your pocket and you're asking me to write something down, I'll beat you 10 times over, right, in terms of speed. Mm. By the time you open your phone, by the time you get to the app, by the time, you know, even if you're doing voice <laughs> activation, I'm sorry, it's just not, not as fast. Mm. Um, so, and then I, to the meetings point that you said, I've been to some meetings where they told me to leave the phone out, right? I can't even bring the yeah. phone in. And so, but they've never told me to leave the notebook out. And no. that's that's the part, I think, where where we begin to see that paper actually does win over digital. Um, and and to, to the point of the article, they, they really were able to identify these main points. The next point, they say, is that it's more customizable. Like Steve likes to put his Hello Kitty stickers in his planner. Right, Steve? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, that i I've sort of... Definitely agree with that, because the number of times I've found that yes, I can get on with a digital program or something, but you just can't get the um sort of thing to look the way you want it to look, or you can't sort of um sort of change the layout to how you want it um you know if you wanted say more space for um appointments or more space for tasks there's just no way you can do it on some digital applications you are somewhat stuck with the layout that they think is the the best layout for for whatever it is
1: yeah it's dark theme Uh or light theme isn't it these days yeah (laughs) that's about it you went far with that one (laughs) (laughs) but um, so.
0: you end up in this situation where it's a, it tends to be a compromise, doesn't it, with, with what you can do. So you then fall into the, the dreaded trap of um, having to go down the sort of mouse hole of trying out different apps and or different task managers or, or whatever it is, notebook apps. And... It, you can be there forever more and you can spend an absolute fortune on the damn things as well if they don't give you a, a free trial of um, trying to find the best one for you. I suppose the same could be said for buying different paper uh, inserts, unfortunately, unless you're a bit like, like unlike me, we were stuck in the mud using the same one for the last 10 years sort of thing. But. Well,
1: once you find something that works, it works. And and I agree with you. I mean, if you any do any search today on applications, whether in Android or in Apple ecosystems, and mm. you're going to find tons of these, uh, we're going to make you more productive apps, right? And some of them mm. are free and some of them are charging basis and all of that subscription basis. But the bottom line is, is that, You don't know what kind of productivity you're going to have until you actually use the item. And the good thing about paper in this case is that you can actually take out a sheet of paper and design your own setup to see what works for you based on Mm. how you're running your day or your work week or whatever needs to be organized. You really can't. I mean, you can write back to the application developers and say, I'd really like you to do this, but (laughs) good luck if they're going to listen to you.
0: A few years ago, i, I um, the the app I was using at the time suddenly had a you know a whole new version, which is going to be better than the previous version. But oh, by the way, we're going to go over to this subscription model, which I a bit of sort of that sort of was sort of a bit of a wake up call for me. And at that point, I more or less decided uh, enough is enough. Yeah, I'm going back to basics. And I just rely on, when when I look at something now, whichever device it is, I look at what's the basic apps that come with the device for calendar, Mm. tasks, notes, um, contacts, and stuff like that, and just use those because you know that they'll work together quite happily and across multiple devices uh, without any issues yeah um and i've been doing that for the last few years and over that sort of time so those basic apps have improved um and you can start to use them sort of a <clears> bit more sort of productively And well, uh, i don't really miss sort of the super duper specialist ones now oh yeah the, the, the basic ones do more than adequate. Really. They're
1: they're quite robust, the basic ones, if you if you know how to use them and make the most out of them. Um, but the mm. one thing I really appreciate about paper planners that digital planners can't do is that I can make a little mark somewhere. I can put a sticker on there, a post-it mm. note, a, a flag. I can bend a page. I can I can add marker on top of pencil. I can do things that maybe you can try and simulate in a virtual environment. But you're not actually getting that reminder unless you're setting up Mm -hmm. an alarm or some kind of reminder notification system to remind you of something that's there. And that leads us to our next point in, in our list, Steve, which is that a printed planner is more satisfying. And the number one reason I say it's more satisfying is because it's analog. And by analog, I mean when you look at a paper planner on its side to see its thickness You can see how much information more or less is contained within Mm. this device. Whereas if you look at a phone on its side, you have no idea of how much information is contained and your mind literally cannot wrap itself around what information is like, what fresh hell is this? What am I about to open up here? I have no (laughs) idea how much information is about to get bombarded into my brain. Whereas if I just turn a page, I can relatively ascertain what what amount of information is coming or how much information is coming at me
0: i'm sure we've all done it we've written something into a document maybe six months or more ago and you've put it on your computer somewhere you know you've put it somewhere safe <laughs> but what was it called what i'm was laughing because it's called? true folded you put it in right right uh, and yes, I tend to use the search function to find the thing again. But then I sort of, OK, yes, that's the file. That's what I was looking for. Where did I put it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, I end up sort of looking at the screen thinking, oh, yeah, that makes sense. But why didn't I see it? Because I couldn't remember what the file name was to start with. So right. you know, sort of searching up and down a list of files, trying to find the damn thing. Whereas on, a, on paper, I tend to be, I don't know why, I tend to be a bit more sort of organised, I suppose, in terms of what I store things under. And almost a flick of the pages will find what I'm looking for sometimes. Um, you know, if I'm unlu- that unlucky. But I tend to sort of don't have the same problem with, with paper. It's just so much easier, I find, to put things where I want them to be, either under the relevant date or a, a relevant heading or something. And, and you can use the sort of A to Z tabs for, for obvious yeah. sort of filing things, can't you? You don't necessarily have to use them for addresses and things. You can have a, you know, a sort of real sort of mixture of of things. You know, it, it could be your sort of A to Z of recipes or, you, or your A to Z of stuff in inverted commas that you can't quite decide what sections should go into.
1: Yeah. Like Einstein, Um, he had a folder on his desk called curiosity folder where he would just put stuff in that he didn't know what to do with, but he would just want it to flip through every so often. Uh, You can't do that with a digital device. Can you Steve? I mean, you just Mm. chuck things in and they sort of disappear into the ether. You don't, you can't see how much information is in it at (laughs) glance. (laughs)
0: Oh, i've I've seen some desktops that look as if someone's <laughs> just dumped everything. Well, and on you know why that is? It's here somewhere. <laughs> people
1: do that because they need to visually see where this information is yeah. going. The ones that have the cluttered desktops are the ones that are panicked that they're going to lose something. Uh, my heart breaks yeah. for those people because it's don't like, open
0: the window because yeah, yeah, yeah. all yeah. those bits of paper will blow off.
1: <laughs> oh no! Whoosh. <laughs> Oh, good Lord. Okay. So a printed planner is also more intentional. And I I validate this. I think when you're sat down, if you're having a Mm. bad week and things have just gone pear-shaped and you want to sit down... The thing you want to pull out is your planner to write down what you need to work on. And that intentionality, that setting, that intention of where you are and where you want to get to is something that only a paper planner can produce because you can sit down and make, I could sit down and make lists on my OmniFocus all day long. It still won't get into my brain and it will not cause me any kind of emotional satisfaction unless I have it down in paper form. (laughs) This is, this is it. I don't know how else to explain it.
0: I I enjoy that sort of few minutes in the day, most normally sort of Sunday evening or Monday morning, of going through just cross-checking that I've got everything written down um, that I'm going to do that week. Yeah. And I can sort of get my brain around what's coming up in the week. You know, even though I don't work technically, um, I still work on a basis of a Monday to Friday and Saturday and Sunday you know I I I, I try to avoid the sort of six Saturdays and one Sunday approach <laughs> uh, but it, it does go like that it helps get my head round what's what's happening on what day um, Yeah. you know because someone you know sometimes people try and surprise me saying oh are you available on such, such a day and I have to rather than that, it's it's nice to be able to actually remember things, but I do still rely on putting stuff into the calendar um, in the diary, and I go through I do use automatically generated digital reminders mm. for these oddball things, but I, I changed over to transferring those onto paper at least once a week Um and then I sort of run through the schedule this and make a note on which days that various things have got to be. It's all, you know, miscellaneous stuff around the house and in in life in general. It's nothing particularly uh, earth shattering, but it's just nice to have it all under control in one place. And I prefer that to be uh, that, that place to be on paper because that works best for me in a way. Um, and I, as I say, I go through that list at least once a week, sometimes more often than that. So I know sort of for the at least the, the next four or five weeks all the various tasks that are coming up. The ones that are repeat more often than that obviously aren't in sort of three or four weeks' time. They have to be sort of slotted in as we get there. Um, but they're these things that are on very sort of oddball sort of periods of time, you know, eight days or, you know, 13 days and, and daft things like that. Mainly because that's the only way I can, you know, if if I don't just set it to every two weeks, I'll be getting constant reminders of, of something i would not done. So it's nice to beat them by putting it in as every 13 days.
1: Yeah. and 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 digital apps like OmniFocus, for example, will give me the option of having a customizable automated schedule for some of these items uh but not all of the devices do and i found that for things that don't run in seven or month 7 days a week or monthly or yearly calendar systems uh, it's kind of difficult to find a place for them, and the paper planner works best, I think. I also keep a paper planner for all of my digital automation stuff that I have already set up for the home, but it's my backup because what? guess what? We've all known digital devices fail. There's always mm-hmm. going to be – it needs to be plugged in. It needs to be charged. It needs to have – all kinds of things done to it every so often to make sure that it's not getting crowded. It's not getting right. So, but if I have my planner with me, I know I can always flip ahead to three or four months down the line and anticipate just how much of whatever it is I'm going to need to, to get done. So if it's water softener or whatever it is for the septic tank or things like that. Um, and I think that's where digital kind of wins a little bit. And in my perspective is like if we're doing automation nirvana, if we're doing things that are on a cyclical basis, if we're doing things that um, or planning things that have a reminder time that needs to be something that's trivial, like you said, it's odds and ends, it's not really Mm. important, it's not life changing, but it's nice to be on top of it so that you can keep track of the moving bits of your home or life or whatever it is that you're doing. I think that's where digitization wins and the fact that you can send it over to someone and people say, well, you could take a picture of your paper planner and send it over to someone, but they still have to enter that information into their own digital calendar. So I think digital to digital has a lot of um, quickness and rapidity to it in terms of getting information across and integrated into someone else's life without them having to have write things down. So that's where it wins. But other than that, I mean,
0: C- certainly your your paper planner is a very much standalone thing, isn't it? It's almost selfish in a way that it is. it's yours and it's it can only be yours. You know, trying to share the thing, you can imagine the. The, the chaos that may cause if you had more than one person entering stuff in you. Well, even you, if I grab my husband's you're...
1: phone, I don't know where any of his apps are. I have to start looking for. No! It. <laughs> I, I don't know. Just, it takes me a whole minute to, to look for something where I know where, where it is at mine.
0: It's in here somewhere. Right. <laughs>
1: keep scrolling. Yeah, you'll find it. <laughs> okay. A printer yeah. planner is also more visible. What have you got to say about this, Steve?
0: Well, it's visible from the pr- perspective of. You know, it's a quick glance, and you right. can absorb most of the information on which day of the week something's going to be, what time in the day it's going to be, just so quickly, can't you? Whereas, you know, picking your phone up and locking it, you can actually do it whilst you're still talking to someone. Right. Uh, and just a quick glance, and you can say, yeah, Saturday's clear. And you're done. You you haven't got a, it it's just so much faster right. than picking, it, opening up an app and you, and if, you if, sort of yeah, lose
1: if you've your sort of train of thought. If you've color-coded your week or your month or even your day and you're mm. dialed in with your color-coding, you know what that color-coding is in, as you're mm. getting it done, Imagine you open up your week on two pages and in one instant, in one instant, in the blink of an eye, you can very quickly see where you've got to be for what and get uh, a big bird's eye view of how your week's playing out, if it's too busy or if it's not busy
0: enough. You know, you can use sort of color codes, as you love to do. I know, Uh, you know, red could be a definite sort of no, don't book anything on that day because I'm going to be in an important meeting that you may have put off two or three times already yeah. because sickness or whatever. And so you know that that's sacrosanct. You can't move that um, event or, or whatever it is. Um, uh, and yes, I, I use um, various... I use a colour-coded yearly calendar um, for the the dreaded... Bins, putting the bins out. Which one is it? And I can and again I can just quickly glance at it and I can see straight away which week we're in. You know, it's either the yellow one or it's a black one. <laughs> I don't have to think about it. But um but yeah, the the beauty of it is for me is the fact that you can you can come up with these little things that help you um so you don't have to sort of think, how does this work or whatever? It's just intuitive. That's the, that's the nature, isn't it? Well, you, even you on the phones, though, if, if, we,
1: if we look at the calendars on, we both use iPhones and Apple mm. devices. Even on the iPads, when I look at my calendar, if it's on the month view, I barely get three words in each box. If it's on the yeah. week view, maybe I'm getting four words in each box unless mm. i open it up really wide and i can see all the content in it and then i've got to get to the day view to be able to go to the notes and see if there's any you know mm. n- links or whatever else i need to have mm. on there whereas if i just have all of this written on a sheet of paper it's so mm. much easier for me to read everything than have to like figure out which view i'm going to look at and how, how do i get there yeah. i think they're just gentle reminders the ones i i look for example i love um the way the iCal integrates on the apple watch and it tells mm. me my next availability or what i'm next tasked to do on on my watch so if i just glance at my watch i know that at nine i've got this going on right i've got the podcast going mm. for example um and i have to literally be carrying my planner with me everywhere i go with the page that i'm working on to be able to have that same reaction so mm. in that sense digital does win in terms of portability uh the ability to function immediately um in that sense but overall
0: i would say use use both
1: Yes, but I do use both.
0: Realize that the strong points of one against the strong points of the other, and have that sort of meld somewhere in the middle, and just juggle it and accordingly to your own needs. Yeah, because our needs are always different, um, and that's why we always no say digital to
1: has to support paper and analog Mm. if if digital is your main one then i think you've you've lost it and it's it's not going to be working as well analog has to Mm. be the main creator the main source of Mm. this information and digital can support all of that so our next point is a printed planner is better for work and it's also a lifeline Mm. um I know for work, we said that sometimes you can take in paper where you can't take in digital, but I also think in terms of getting a promotion, being able to reference taskings that you were given and, and then having a supervisor or management come back and say, well, we didn't ask you to do that. And you have a piece of paper that says, actually you did. Here it is right (laughs) here in writing. So I've always appreciated that.
0: (laughs) It's too easily lost, I think, in the digital environment. And, you know, we've all had these sort of planner meltdowns where the (laughs) digital thing hasn't synced and it's suddenly lost all of your calendar inputs. I had someone contact me the other day who said, is the way of getting back your calendar on, um, I can't remember what he was on, I said, well, don't you have a backup for it? He said, no.
1: <laughs> oh, no. So I
0: said, well, I don't know where it's gone. If, you, if you've deleted the the base calendar, it's not yeah. that you've deleted individual things on the calendar. Right. You've deleted the whole thing. The file.
1: Somehow. Yeah. It's gone.
0: It's gone. So I said, back to, um, I'll send you a diary, shall I?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing is like, y- y- you can keep track of what you're doing throughout the day. Uh, Franklin Covey has a fantastic method of being able to combine work and life together so that you're prioritizing mm. and giving a hierarchy to what you're doing. And you can apply that to the digital method as well. But f- mm. but because you're not writing things down, your brain is not integrating the data as if you were writing it down. It's a totally different um perception Mm. when you've typed the information in or tapped it onto a piece of glass versus writing it down there's no memory being created of that in your brain when you type it in
0: the 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 franklin covey method really works brilliantly for Mm. um people in work environments you know managers of things and they they can then sort of reference tasks and who they gave it to and you know when you're delegating things Mm -hmm. and all that sort of thing takes a little bit of adjusting to i would think um but you know i'll reference those training courses again in the show notes because it's it's a bit of a slog to get through them but once you've got to that third one it all suddenly it's almost like the you suddenly get shown the picture for the jigsaw. And well, it and it's just so simple,
1: too. The way that they explain it, uh, it, it yeah. just, it's not using any special skills that you don't have, right? It's using already what mm. you've got. You need a piece no, of paper and true. a pencil or a pen. And yeah. I think also in terms of it being a lifeline, I mean, let's recall the story of Filofax, shall we? Uh, the entire company mm. burnt down. And the secretary was able, Grace Kerr, was able to bring back the company mm. because she had all the clients and contracts written down in her file of fax. And I get that today mm. we have off-site servers that back up companies' data so that if the company goes up in flames, they'll be able to recreate the data. But mm. recreating that data is going to take time. It, it mm. doesn't happen instantly. And so in that case, how wonderful would it be to have a list of your clients and contracts and Mm. phone numbers and points of contact and anything else that you need so that you can be a lifeline for your household for yourself in terms of medical experience if you need to experience history excuse me of Mm. if case something happens to you have a tab that you can pull out or a binder you can pull out and for work in case anything goes wrong you're able to back up everything that or justify everything that
0: you've done last point on here is it says it's a lifeline yeah the thing that sparks with uh, in my head with that is do digital planner users get together in quite the same way that paper planner users do
1: let's get together and (laughs) tap on our glass together somewhere else
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah look at my version of this (laughs) oh yes it's just the same as mine
1: (laughs) let's go to a restaurant and stare at our phones
0: (laughs) (laughs) not quite the same is it no no (laughs) Anyway, I think we have exhausted this one. Um, I will obviously put the link to the article, the full article in the show notes so you can uh, take a, a full read for yourselves. And I will ask the inevitable question, Kareem, where can we find you on the <laughs> interwebs? If I have, can, I have, I've asked this so many times. I still I know. don't know. You can <laughs> find
1: me at throatpunchresumes.com, planarology.com, uh, on Facebook at planarology, and sometimes at Throat Punch, and on Instagram as myself, finally, as Corinth of
0: Where can we find you, Steve? You'll find me in the usual place of Mr. Philofaxi on Instagram, com, and travelersnotebooktimes.com. And remember, folks, We do have a Patreon page for you to um, join in and contribute a little bit to. But Corrine has some news, what we're doing with the contributions.
1: We're actually making um, everything we earned from Patreon this last month, we're sending to Steve's birthday fund. His birthday is on the 12th. And we are going to be uh, sending the money to Ukrainian refugees so we can best help them.
0: Thank you all that's uh, contributed so far it's been uh, quite eye opening. My birth is not for a few days but, and already we're you know I think we've exceeded the um, the total so I upped the total a little bit and that's been exceeded again so they're even better good so don't forget folks if you've enjoyed our ramblings as always don't forget to like it subscribe to it and share it.